Ah, uh, you said that right before I hit record. <laughs> well. Say it again. No, because that's going to ruin, if we use it on the last one, it'll ruin the surprise. Today on Alphabetical, Babies in Black. Hey, and welcome to Alphabetical, the only podcast where we examine the Beatles from 12 to Y. My name is John. I'm Al Adam. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Pete the Retailer. And today, Babies in Black. It's true. And the Beatles are for sale. Finally, something for Beatles for sale. This is our first Beatles for sale. It is. I'll take eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> they only come in four. Came out in December. Rec- yeah. Recorded in August. This is a kind of a swingy song. I think it was a six-eight time signature. Yeah, kind so of a waltzy, like a double waltz. Right? Yep. Um, so it's got a nice beat to it. Got a mm-hmm. nice feel. Um, got good harmonies. Good harmonies and uh, that uh, that interesting uh, little guitar twang in the beginning that I think uh, George kind of painstakingly. Right, mathematically constructed that. Mathematically constructed and came up with the interesting one they finally used. <laughs> which uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say I don't think it's until like 1966 that George Harrison becomes a good guitarist. Hmm. If you think yeah. about his guitar solos <laughs> prior to that, they're just basically kind of like twanging a rubber band kind of like single note solos. Right. Bang, right. bang, bang, you know, like as opposed to later on when he gets a bit more... Kind of you guys have any opinion on that? There. Well, I, I gotta. I, I'm trying to think of like pre 1966, and then yeah. you know. think of like, do you yeah, want to know a secret with my chronology? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 got to be some good stuff there. Like uh, Revolver, I think Revolver onward, but I think prior to that, he tends to be a bit simplistic. Little twangy. Just, uh, I looked up about this song. I always thought this song was about that the guy in the song. That she's in love with was dead. Is that not true? That's, that's what I thought. It that's was. what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was she's about leaving, and he's like, uh, "None can of I the, make a move none yet? of the resources I looked at mentioned the fact that it has to do with the fact that she's in mourning. They're all just like, oh, it's a song about she's in love with some other guy, and that's why she's sad, and he's sad because he's in, he's in love with her, and she's in love with some other guy. They I mean, don't mention anything about him. He's in love with some other guy, yeah, but, he's, but dead. he's dead. Yeah, I thought it was about Astrid, Stu Sutcliffe's uh, photographer girlfriend. Huh. You know, the girl from Backbeat. <laughs> you know, the girl. Astrid, yeah. the photographer, who was in love with Stu, and then Stu died. And then, like, this was apparently, like, I, I read that this was John's, like, one way of him kind of dealing with that, that he never really fully uh, mourned yeah. Stu's loss. And this was, he was writing about, like, in putting it in the context of a kind of a love song, that was his his way of dealing with it. Wow. Yeah, it's weird that to think sense. that this is only, I feel like I keep doing this, but this is only two years after they were in Hamburg. Right. And so, like, it's it seems like a totally different world by this point, but you'd think, like, you know, John Lennon lost his best friend, and, you know, it's still, it's still resonant. I never thought of it specifically as a, mm-hmm. as a Stu song, but that's a, that's a, I like that interpretation. Oh. You got a Stu going. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, this could also, it's, it's also, you know, yeah, okay, it's a grieving song, yeah, but it's also that eternal question is, yeah, you care about a girl, but, or a girl cares about a guy, it's like, when's it okay on the rebound? <laughs> like, I've been waiting eight years, <laughs> Does, and now you're single, but you're sad. Hmm. I mean, that, oh, yeah, it's like your fiancé passed away. Yeah. When can we go see... 
Avatar. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what movies were out. That was the original lyrics. Yeah. Your fiance passed away. When can we go see Avatar? Yeah. And, uh, George Martin. <laughs> he does, does, this, does this qualify as an emo song? Uh, I didn't originally have it as emo Beatles, but you know, the more I think of it, it, it might be in there, I think. Huh. This would be, uh, you know, this would be a, 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 a kind of a borderline cut for the emo Beatles playlist. If we were. It is somewhat self pitying. Yeah. Oh dear, what can I do? Right. Yeah. And so on. But I mean, emo, it's like, when do you draw the line between being like kind of sensitive, whiny to like more deeper, darker, morbid, you know? Right. Well, it's about this, is, this. This is like closer to. I never really considered emo like that about heavy. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, more maybe just it's like. Because it has like a real world morning yeah. tie to it, at least in my estimation like maybe it maybe that that but, saves it from the emo playlist i don't know right right <laughs> saves it from <laughs> <laughs> i still think you're talking about emo films so. right babies in black can we add uhf to that movie playlist <laughs> uh-oh uh this is the first song that they recorded for beatles for sale which is fitting that it's the first song that we cover from beatles for sale why is that because it's first it's a baby it's the brand new coverage of beatles for sale Okay. I don't and know. it's the last baby. Why do you guys feel about Beatles for Sale as an album? I feel like it's uh, much maligned. It's not as bad. You know, a lot of people you know, think it's the worst Beatles album and, and they, mm-hmm. they say bad things about it. Um, it's not that bad. It's, it's, it's a little bit of an awkward phase because they're transitioning into being the kind of mature, uh, more yeah, experimental, artistic Beatles from being just kind of the pop act. But I hate yeah. to ask because I feel like I know what you guys are going to say, but what do you think is the worst Beatles album? If not Beatles for Sale. I'd say the White Album. Just I kidding. <laughs> I was uh, like, whoa. I was stunned. Uh, shocked. shocked and stunned. Yeah. Uh, the one I find myself uh, listening to the least is Let It Be. Huh. I would say this one I think is my least favorite. We won't say worst. I'll say but this is my least favorite. I mean, it's not like... There's some good songs. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sure. saying I've never listened to it, but... I'm trying to think if least favorite and least known or least familiar with is the same thing. Cause right. I don't actively dislike their albums, but right. so you uh, like them all 100 percent equally. The absence of seeking it out, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe this one. Um, but I, yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna go with that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't know what to. <laughs> I thought Adam, you'd say the White Album since Ringo was not on key tracks, so right. I would think I, you would have. Let me that ask one. you a question: Would you rather always hear "Sexy Sadie" right. or never be able to eat a meatball sandwich again? Uh, I love Sexy Sadie. I would, I would definitely take that one. Okay. I'm not See, particularly fond of meatball sandwiches, so that's an easy one. You feel like, <laughs> like the song, music versus food comparison. I'm going to go through the whole menu <laughs> right. by the yeah. time this podcast is over. Feel free to weigh in, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> meatballs or Sexy Sadie? Okay. Right. French onion soup or? No. <laughs> I know people who really love French onion soup, and mm. I was never even really aware <laughs> of its existence until like... Recently, if you've got a good French onion soup cover, uh, send it in. <laughs> yeah, alphabetical. I could um, not find a good cover of this one. Huh? Did you find one, Pete? No. Uh, well, not that I wrote down. I, I. Do you, you but know. do you? Are you aware of one? Not that I can think of. Hmm. Anyone? No one. No one. No. no, no. Right. Nothing. Surprise! You think like yeah. this could easily be given like a kind of uh, yeah, like maybe a rockabilly kind of yeah. I was uh, gonna say like a countryish twang to it. All right, listeners. So yeah, if you've got a rockabilly band for us. Yeah, that's it. we're having a bunch of uh, ones. This it was uh, a dry spell. We'll we'll come back. We'll, yeah, we'll hit some some winners. Yeah. Uh, one quick note before we, I'm assuming we're gonna head into ratings in a second. But uh, I like that John and Paul insisted on using the same microphone on this really? the recording. Yeah, 
hmm. rather than kind of you know having two separate channels, they just set one up and both shouted into it. Recre- yeah. recreate that live feel. Yeah, I think and no so. George on this one, I guess. Does George sing in the harmony studios? Anyone? Uh, it's hard to tell sometimes. So. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I'm so. Not sure. I read though this was uh, they hadn't written together in, in, a, in a while, right? Uh, like over a year, and so this was uh, you know a rekindling of them. Mm. Uh, Maybe that's why they wanted to use the, the same, same mic. Time, that kind yeah. of thing. You know? mm. They wanted to get get that yeah. closeness. So. Are you reading about Babies in Black in that book? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. Oh, but it's open to it. This year. Oh, is it, was this, does it mention the fact that it's about death? Um, it does uh, not. It's <laughs> <laughs> just very, very odd. But John anyway. just pulled a Johnny Five and uh, <laughs> read the entire book in half a second. I like this song. I wavered. I'm going to go with, I give it four babies. Four babies. Four babies. Uh, I wavered a little bit too, but one step lower. I was between three and four. I, I went with a four also. So I, I concur. I'll give I, it four I, babies. I actually also went with a four. Four? Oh, yeah. All right. I'll, I'll do four. Oh. oh. Is this an, is this an agreement? Is it, that's we another, got four? That's four, another uh, ag- four. agreement. Four all. We can form the Beatles Voltron. Right. So <laughs> we all agree. Two that goes into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Babies and Black. Uh, <laughs> as long as we all like, although in this case we do all like right. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. We did it, guys. Songs we agree on. And Baby Week ends on an up note. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. See? Baby Week was all right. Now we're sending our baby off to school. Yeah. Or or we're going sending our baby off to the gulag. (laughs) We're sending our baby back (laughs) to the USSR (laughs) on Monday on Alphabetical. Join us. That was an unintentional setup. (laughs) Da. (laughs) 